Hello, welcome to the Parasocial Social Club. Where we know nothing about you and you know everything about us. Yeah, I'm Kevin. I mean, I'm Jenny. I'm Jet. No, I'm, I'm Kevin and you are... I am Jenny. Yes. That was... I said that very confidently. Yeah, no. <laughs> Should it, we start again? <laughs> um, I, I don't care. Um, All right, let's, let's keep rolling. Yeah. Um, so... Kevin, my, one of the, my most, okay, the most humiliating thing about me, being yes. someone who's Chinese, yes. I can't eat spicy food. Like, I actually, like, so when I eat spicy food, mm -hmm. I get this, like, I, I think it's like an allergic reaction or something. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I break out in acne, like, a few days after, like, bad. Okay. And I just, I can't eat spicy food at restaurants, and, and my parents n never tell anyone because they're so embarrassed. As they should be. Um, <laughs> also, it's even worse because, like, specifically, your dad's from Sichuan. Province. Yeah, my dad is from Sichuan, and I cannot eat spicy food. Yeah, and like, if you if you don't know about Sichuan province, it's like I've seen people like people there just eat chilies as yeah. snacks. like that. Yeah, it's like a huge. And I've been to Sichuan as well. Yeah, and I I can't. I can, I can, I can't eat anything. Like even like the cold dishes. Yeah, they all have chilies in them. Yeah, as well. everything has chili. D does it like? Is it also just? Um, does like the scent of chilies make you break out, or does it? Is it specifically ingesting them? It's like specifically ingesting them. Like yeah, I know so many. You know how so many people on their dating profiles are like. I refuse to date someone who eat, who cannot eat spicy food. Ableism cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> You have a disability. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's what it is. I feel yeah. like if you lived in Sichuan, you, you'd be eligible for, like, the NDIS. Or whatever <laughs> the equivalent is there. I, I don't know. I don't know. Do they believe in disability? I don't know. I, th this is getting into geopolitical yeah. territory, which this casual banter podcast is not a for. We're getting spicy. For. We're getting actual spicy. Actually spicy. Gosh. Yeah. But, you know, that's... um, for, Yeah, that, that's, that's terrible. It's not like... Okay, look, my partner can't eat... I mean... She's got, she's, we believe she's got IBS, which if you don't know, it stands for uh, IB shitting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it um, she, she's, she's not good with like onion or garlic, like, or, or gluten, but if she eats it a little bit sometimes and her body can get a bit used to it, mm. is that the same for you or is it just not, like just not at all? Yeah, no, the, it, it never gets better. You can't microdose it. You can't like start off by just looking at pictures of really hot foods. <laughs> No, well, I mean, I can eat, like, a bit of it, but mm -hmm. then I get, I, well, I mean, I, I break out is what happens. Yeah. So sometimes I have to, like, calculate the, the sacrifice. Yeah, so yeah, it'll yeah. be like, am I going to be filmed or am I, have I got, like, some important event coming yeah. up? And then if I do, then I have to... But yeah, like, I can't eat spicy food. We've gotten like mala tongue before, and yeah. like I see you like do the like mental calculations and like bring up your <laughs> calendar. Bless you, Thank bring you up your calendar app and be like, do I have anything <laughs> tomorrow? Like, how much can I afford? Looking like shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I, I need to do the calculated risk in my mind. You need to do a SWOT analysis. <laughs> Yeah, what, what is the event? How important is yeah. it in my life? How beautiful do I need to look? <laughs> yeah, the, str the, the strength quadrant, it just says flavour. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's really tasty. It's, do you feel like because it's forbidden, it's even better? Oh, yeah. Okay. I love forbidden food. I love forbidden food. You'd love to have, I reckon, an affair. <laughs> You'd love that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So spicy. I love it. <laughs> but then also, like... 
you know, I like spicy food because also you get that you get that high out of it. Oh yeah, you get the endorphin rush. Yeah, it's you, so it's that's that's pretty pleasant as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's just like who knew that adrenaline was a flavor. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's oh, so I true. feel alive. Yeah, oh my God, everything's like a little bit numb and it's amazing. One of my mates told me, and I look, I don't know how true this is, but I choose to believe it's true because it sounds cool. Yeah. But he said that like pain tolerance, like like chili pain tolerance um, is literally just like the pain receptors in your mouth die. Oh, yeah. And then that, that's how you build up tolerance. It's because yeah. they keep dying. Yeah, something like that. But in my head, I was just like... If that's true, if that is the case, then like you'd also be able to like I don't know, like eat nails or glass. Or does that is that how it works? Is that like the yeah, pain receptor? I don't know. Like yeah, I'm yeah. I'm very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> does that mean like for like different food, like salty food, for example? Yeah. Like does that mean that you just the food you eat has to get saltier and saltier as you grow older? Oh, that's actually true. My brother-in-law is a pharmacist, and my partner and I were talking to him about how, like, my mum's cooking, like, her cooking now, currently, is, like, way saltier than I remember it when I was a kid. I don't know if you've noticed the same with your mum's cooking recently. She doesn't cook. She doesn't cook. (laughs) I know my mum doesn't cook. (laughs) All right, please do not come for me. I have her killed, not me. (laughs) No, um... With my mum's cooking, it's gotten a lot saltier over time, and my brother-in-law has said that that is because, like, I don't know if it's women and men, or if it's just women, but when they get older, their taste receptors do change, yeah. and so, like, more salt is required to, like, register. Yeah. I, I don't think it works like like how, like, medication works. I don't think you can, like, have a tolerance for salt uh, in, yeah. in that sense. It's but not it's more antibiotics. T- <laughs> no, it's not, yeah, no, it's not antibiotics, no. Uh, yeah. But it's like, um, it's like... I don't know, like, just as you get older, maybe your senses dull a little bit or something right. like that. I'm not sure. So, you know, you've probably got that to look forward to. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, even, I'll be able to eat spicy food. Yeah, yeah finally. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be an old person with lots of acne. Yeah. Did I tell you about how I ate the hottest chili in the world? No. Did you eat it? No, it wasn't like it, wasn't like it by itself. But, like, uh, there's, like, this, like, fried chicken place from Melbourne. They've got a franchise in Sydney now. Um, but they have like five levels of spice and I went there a couple of years ago and I was like, oh, this is pretty spicy, pretty good time. Uh, but then uh, me and my partner and my niece, we went to the Sydney branch uh, recently-ish. But um, they have like level six and it was called Sex Panther. And I was like, oh, I think that's like an Anchorman reference or something like that. Oh, okay. So that like cologne, it was like yes. a gag in one of those movies. Right, okay. And it was made using, um, I think the Carolina Reaper or something, which is like the Guinness Book of Records, most hottest chili or something like that. Yeah. And like me and my niece were like, ho ho, level five, that's nothing. And then so we got level six. And basically it's just like, um, after eating, like, during the eating of it, I was like, oh, this is a bit spicy. Oh, this is fun. Oh, ho, ho, ho. you know, pretty standard like, spicy food yeah, adventure yeah, yeah. not that you know <laughs> <laughs> um but after it kind of entered our systems yeah um basically what happened is like it's like it felt like a cricket ball made out of sewing needles oh and, my god that I, is such a visceral image yeah Jesus. and I, I could feel it at oh, every point i don't know if that's you <laughs> so bad what have, the hell have you ever been aware of like your 
intestine. Like, you, like I could feel oh like where it was. Oh my god! And like basically, we had it at the restaurant. And we we're like, oh, this is so, this is so horrible. Yeah. And then we got ice cream next door. I was like, oh, that helps a little bit. And then my niece and I just both got like Ubers home because we just couldn't walk. Oh my god! You couldn't walk. Well, basically, what was happening? All right, and this is what happened. My partner and I went back to our apartment. I was like trembling. My lips were going blue. Jesus! <laughs> so there was like blood. Like, not going to your lips? Basically, I, I, I recounted this story to my in-laws, and my mother-in-law is a nurse, and my brother-in-law is a pharmacist, yeah. and they both said, oh, you went into shock. Jeez! <laughs> and the, so what happened, right, was we this was happening, I was, like, trembling, and I was, like, the worst pain I've ever been in my life. Oh, my God. And to kind of, like, because in my head I was, like, should I call an ambulance? Should I, uh, 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 ambulances are expensive, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. And so in order to kind of like just distract me from the pain, we decided to finally watch The Incredibles 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, was... So instead of doing anything and instead of seeking actual medical attention, you watched a Pixar, the sequel as well? It was good. It was worth the wait. Like what, 10 years plus of production? It was like good. Like in, in the cinema or just at No, we were streaming at home because we were watching it and we had to watch it in 10-minute bursts because we'd watch it for 10 minutes and I'd say, sorry, pause. And then I'd writhe around on the floor <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, I think that's done. And then we'd press play again. And I think at one point, I think I did try, I, I did attempt to induce vomiting. Oh my lord. And I don't think it worked. Because your body thinks it's like poison at that stage, right? Well, it is literally poison. Yeah. It, it causes pain. Yeah. Like chili, like the capsaicin or something is like meant to prevent like predators from eating it. Like birds yeah, don't register it. Yeah. And so they spread the seeds by flying yeah, far away and propagating the seeds through yeah. their digestive systems. Whereas mammals are like discouraged because they don't they can't spread it far mm. enough. Um, this is if you believe in evolution. Um, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like that's the but the, I don't know, it worked out for chilies because, you know, now mammals us are like farming it on an industrial level, so I don't I don't know who the real winner is. Yeah, yeah. But basically, um, Mrs. Incredible's ass is so thick. Um, yeah, I know there's a, I, I see every time there's a topic on Reddit as to what animated character would you want to boink. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit is always somewhere in there. Yes. Mrs. Incredible also almost every single time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 two, yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time making those threads on Reddit, but, <laughs> but also, like, yeah, like, but yeah, like, yeah, like the worst pain I've ever been in, but also a very good family romp, you know, good film, I recommend. Okay, and you, so you finished the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and basically, I, I got to a point where like I did pass out, and also oh my house, my, my housemate at the time it was like this dude. Uh, it was a guy who's from Bangladesh. I was like in pain. He was like, "Oh, that's not spicy at all." And I had some like leftover chicken, and we just put it in the fridge. And he was like, oh, that's nothing. And like, it was like, well, like, well, it's in the fridge if you want to try a bit. And he ate a bit. And he was like, oh, that's nothing. And then like, I went to bed. Like, I passed out. Ingrid yeah. and I part, like, you know, went to sleep. And then a couple of hours later, we woke up, and my housemate was just like, on the couch, being like, I regret everything. Oh, I'm not going to work today. Jesus. This is terrible. I think if you ate what I ate, I think you would. I, just, would, I think I'd, I'd be in hospital. Genuinely. I think you would die. Yeah, I'm, I think I might die. Yeah, you, like you, genuinely. Yeah, like your body would just turn to dust. <laughs> yeah. And then disappear. Yeah. Do I dare ask, how is your shit? <laughs> Things that go in must come out. Oh, God. All right. So it's as bad as it sounds. Time is not linear. Time is cyclical, you know? Like, in the, co in the Buddhist concept of, of, of the world, you know, like, there's, like, a wheel, and time is a wheel, and 
we spend our existence in a state of suffering. Does that answer the question? All right, so real bad diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> real bad, right, okay, real bad. Okay. But also, paradoxically, the most relieved I've ever... This is disgusting. We're on a podcast. <laughs> All right. Now, like, sort of, like, speaking of, like, foods and, you know, like, Chinese food and, like, Sichuan food in particular... Yes. You were telling me about, like, this video that you watched that, like, I think, like, is so intriguing about, like, Asian Americans trying Panda Express, basically, which is... I yes. don't know if we have an equivalent here. Um... The video was Chinese Americans try Panda Express for the first time. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know if it was for the first yeah. time or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And it, it was like younger Asian Chinese Americans, Asian Americans. Yeah, like how young? Like kind of like millennials, like you yeah. know, late teens, yeah. early twenties, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. And then they also had like that their parents' generation, so like older, more middle-aged, like parents and grandparent age Chinese Americans. Yeah. Uh, it was a really fascinating video as well. And this is something that I have a lot of fun explaining to other people. But like on the internet, a lot of the time, Chinese Australians and Chinese Americans don't get along because if you factorialize it algebraically, if you put Chinese on the outside of the brackets, yeah. then it's just Australians not liking Americans. <laughs> okay, yeah. Which is the most Asian explanation that I could have possibly made. Yeah, you're doing maths. <laughs> I'm doing maths to explain drama. Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay. yeah, like, um, and so like Asian Americans, I find them to be quite like a fascinating kind of like cousin of us Asian Australians, you know. Yeah. And in this video, it was really interesting. So like, you know, they get them to try Panda Express, like they're like mushu beef or whatever, like they're like dishes that we don't really have here, kind of, you know, they're chop suey. I've never had oh, chop suey. Okay. I don't yeah, know what no, that no, is. No, no. I don't know what that is either. Exactly. But like... Um, it's fun to say though, chop suey. Yeah. Chop suey. Chop suey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so in the video, a lot of the younger Asian Americans are eating it, they're like, oh, yuck, this is so inauthentic. Like, they're like my mom, I, I don't know, I got a terrible American accent, but they're just really not liking it, making yeah. it very known and clear to the to the camera that you know, they're not on board with it. Yeah. But then it cuts to like the older Asian American, the older Chinese Americans, and they're just like, oh, thank you for this yummy food. It's quite nice. Oh, this reminds me of this, back like back in Canton. Yeah, so they actually, the, the actual people from like mainland China basically yeah. really enjoyed it and appreciated it and yeah. thought it was, it was actually authentic. Well, I, the word authentic, I don't know, like, I don't believe in that word. Fair. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, they like, they like the food and also with old Asian people, they will, if you give them free food, they will be happy. But yeah, like, it was a really indicative, I felt, of like, um, just like, like diaspora, not to be cringe, but the, the uh, yeah. uh, representation matters. Anyway. Uh, they made fun of my lunchbox when I was a kid, and now they pay too much for it at a restaurant. Uh, yeah, yeah. God, shut up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, one of them was like, "Yuck, this is so inauthentic. You couldn't find this in China." And I'm just like, "Mate, are you talking about like the Mushu beef or yourself?" Like, <laughs> yeah, like they they they. They, do you think maybe they see like some of themselves in that? Like it's oh, a yeah. Chinese cuisine taken into a Western country. Yeah, and yeah. Then they feel, it's mutated. I don't yeah. say it's like I don't say it's like it's gotten worse or it's gotten better, but it just changes. Culture changes. People adapt. That type of thing. Yeah. Like you know, um, you know, I don't even feel like what I'm saying is even that hot of a take. <laughs> but if it is a hot take to you, then you are a normie. But yeah. <laughs> but like. Um, like, yeah, authenticity is not a real thing. Yeah. It's like this imagination of an other. 
and then yeah. you can't reach it, so you make yourself feel bad. Yeah. You know, you're too focused on, like, what's around. I mean, do you, do you ever, like, have, like, Chinese-Australian, like, weird feelings as a kid? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Still and do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You still do? Yeah. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what, like, what, what, what do you mean when you say, like, you know, these, like, you know, weird feelings about being a Chinese-Australian? I don't know. I feel like, okay, if they... Okay, if we had the equivalent of Panda Express here... Yeah. And then they were like, you know, eat this food... I do wonder whether I'd be on the side of the person going, oh, this actually tastes quite good, or whether I would also, at that age, because you were saying, like, younger Asian Australians, like 18 to early 20s? Well, I'm 20. Yeah. Everyone's younger than me or older than me. Okay, yeah. Um, like, I wonder whether I would also be the type of person that would be on camera going, oh, this isn't actually, you know, how much It's not actually Chinese food. Whatever, and then yeah. the, the feeling... The need to, like, defend, like, you know, that element of culture. The imagined motherland. Yeah, exactly, that I have never actually properly lived in. Like, I don't know. I I do wonder, like, if you were to put, you know, cheaper Chinese food in front of me, whether I would have had that same thing. Yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, but also, like, this whole thing as, like, this may seem like a left turn, but, like, this, this whole thing was at, like, one of the main themes of The Sopranos. If you ever watch any of that, but it's just like it's just like, oh, am I actually Italian or am I American? There's one episode where they go to Italy, and one of the older Italian American guys like hates Italy because he's like, I can't get anything I want over here. Yeah, like that type of stuff. It's just like my thing is just like my self conception of my cultural identity is this: I am a mutant. Yeah, I'm a mutant. End of sentence. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but it's like that's like all culture mutates, you know? That's how yeah. like things like I guess like the word evolve implies like a sort of linear progress to it. Like yeah. progress to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just kinda like, you know, like, you know, how good's your Mandarin? Yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. My Mandarin is okay. Like yeah. like I'm you know, I like to get better at it and that type of stuff. I've downloaded yeah. some apps and you know, like my partner and I wanna like you know, I'm going to have biracial children, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, partner's yeah. a different race to me. But, like, yeah. it's just, like, this idea of authentic... Anyone who's still in 2023 has, like, a belief in this concept, I feel like, it really needs to kind of update their thinking. Uh, going back to the, the Asian-American thing, though, I was, uh, I was, I was chatting to a friend, because we both, like, you know, have stuff online. Yeah. And the comments section of when you start talking about, like like Asian issues within like Western countries and all that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. If you take a look at the comments section of them, yeah. there's like arguments going on in between people. Mm-hmm. But when you look at other, you know, communities or like PSC or whatever, yeah. everyone's just like, yes, we're seeing them on screen. Yes, let's support them. And there's like this undying support. Whereas within the Asian community, I feel like, I don't know, everyone's still kind of trying to figure out the identity and all of that type of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like... Um, you know, like, <sighs> representation, <laughs> I mean, you know. Representation matters. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, I, you know, it matters. Yeah. Okay. A question that, okay, I don't know about you, but as, as soon as the topic of like comedy and anything pops up, yeah. everyone's like, cancel culture, cancel culture. Yes. How do you survive cancel culture? How do we survive How cancel culture? How do we, well, oh, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so difficult. Yeah. yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah. How do you survive cancel culture, Jenny? How do I, TikTok I try to hydrate. <laughs> you hydrate, yeah? I, I hydrate. Moisturize. And I moisturize and I make sure I'm eating enough food for the day and getting mm. my nutrients in and 
you know, uh, living. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. beautiful sleep. Oh, that's a, that's such a good way to survive this toxic, cancel, woke culture from all the it's radical really left wing. I'm very brave, Kevin. <laughs> You're a hero, actually. I'm I so salute brave. you. Yeah. How do you survive cancel culture, Kevin? Oh, look, I think it's really important to kind of like, when you do go to bed at night, you know, you get your eight hours, but also make sure that you get your eight hours at the same time. So like, if you're going to bed at 10 every night, go to bed at 10 every night, you know? Yeah, and I, I also recommend listening to um, Tom Hiddleston's Sleep Stories. Oh, really? What's this? A beautiful, beautiful night of rest. That sounds horny. Was it, <laughs> is it? It is. It's no, horny? Well, like, it's not horny, but like, I mean... It's horny in the way that women like, oh, it's, I love it so much, yeah. but they won't say the word horny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. like Whereas men would just be like, is it horny? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he's just reading a genuinely nice story. It, and it would be something like, I don't know, The Great Gatsby or whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's Tom Hiddleston. So. Tom Hiddleston. He's the... Reading, reading it. He's that actor guy, right? Yeah, he's, you know, Loki. Ah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yep, very yep, beautiful yep. man. Okay, yeah. Gorgeous. Yes. So yes, it is. It is horny. Confirmed. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Mm, what other ways can we survive cancel culture in 2023? I like to be completely anonymous. Also, like, I mean, like, if you work in an office, you don't need to worry about cancel culture, unless yeah. you're doing things at the annual Christmas party that are really bad. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? But like, okay, if you're if you just work in like an office or you know you're, you're a retailer or whatever. Yeah. What? This is, by the way, a genuine question that gets asked all the all the time. To me. Really? <laughs> like, or like, I just get asked about like cancel culture in general. Like, what are your thoughts on it? What are your this thoughts on it getting cancelled? Dickheads on the internet don't <laughs> fucking matter. Like, what? I mean, look. I mean, yeah. In terms of like, in terms of public figures who like lose a job opportunity, that type of thing. Like, like, I, I, I'm like, they're fine. But it's just like, I mean, it's a meaningless phrase. It's a buzzword in the culture wars. Yeah. Um, even talking about it, about it right now, I can feel my will to live draining. <laughs> um, like, oh, like, you, I'm worried about what people think. Yes, we all are. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except your place has a HR department that can yeah. take care of these issues and resolve it in a bureaucratic process. Yeah. Which again, may or may, may or may not be a good thing. It just kind of is a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah, cancel culture is not real, and if you don't believe that, I think you should lose your job and all your income. Okay! <laughs> no, 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 no. You've got a theory. Yeah, I've got a theory. <laughs> That's very smart. I've got a lot of theories. You've got a, okay. Which is that all cities are the same. Yeah, this might actually get me cancelled. Alright, all No, right. no, no, actually it won't, fucking won't. But like, I mean like, I, I was hanging out with like, I made, I made a new comedy friend who, who was from overseas. And they're the type of person that has been a very international person growing up. You know, they, yeah. they're from this one country, they grew up in another country, they went to uni in a different country, that type of thing. And I was just kind of picking their brain a bit. Because, like, like, we're both Sydney-based people, yeah. Sydney, Australia. Apologies if you are anywhere else in Australia. You know, don't mean to make it all about ourselves too much. But I don't get the Sydney-Melbourne rivalry. I don't. I've been to both. I love both cities. I always have great times with both. I've got lots of friends in yeah, both. Yeah, I don't think most people in Melbourne... I don't think people in Melbourne realise that we never think about Melbourne. But then people in Melbourne are like, we never think about Sydney. It's like a very... It's just like... I don't know. I, 
I think they do. Do they? Oh, I, I, I don't believe in it. I'm Switzerland on this. Like, I'm neutral. Yeah. But I do think, like, cities of sufficiently large enough size anywhere just kind of all are the same in, like, a lot of respects. Yeah. Like, my friend was telling me that it's just, like, every coffee shop in the whole world just now looks the same because of Instagram aesthetics. Oh, okay. Like, she was saying that, like, you know, she she'd been traveling recently in Japan, in India, you know, around continental Europe, you know, like, coffee shops all just kind of, like, look the same. That, like, minimalist yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The fact that you got it, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I could conjure up an image exactly in my mind. What else is the same in, like, every city? Because your theory is that all cities are basically the same. Like, uh, uh, to a certain point in some regards, yes. Like, maybe your city has a different river or, like, a, the, the way that trains are built are a bit different. But it's just kind of like when you have just enough human beings in a spot, like, yeah, you like, I mean, in Australia, like a large enough city, you can just get good Asian food anywhere because we're in the Asia Pacific region. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know? And, uh, do you mean like, you know, in, in terms of aspects of it being like the same as well, do you mean like the infrastructure or are you talking about like the culture as well? Just the culture of city people in general, I think. Like, yeah. like I, my partner's from a country town, you know, do you, have you, do you know people who are from like the country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the way that country people operate is, like, a lot of times, you know, I hear, you know, like, stories about, like, oh, so-and-so back in town did this annoying thing, blah, 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 blah. And I always go just, oh, yuck, but, you know, just don't see them ever again. But they're like, no, you have to because you're in a small country town. You can't just keep cutting people off because mm. you'll run out of people. <laughs> yeah. Whereas in the city, I feel like you do have, you know, anonymity. No one really cares about you, you know? Like, people in movies are like, oh, New Yorkers be like, oh, I'm walking over here. But that, yeah. I feel like that's, like, any big enough city. Yeah. Like, my in-laws, yeah. they literally have the instinct to say hi and wave to everyone. In the city? No, in like town. Everywhere. Back when they're in town, yes. But when they, have to come, when they come to the city, they have to actively suppress it, and it's stressful for them. Aww. Really adorable. Yeah, and then when you like, have you ever seen two country people from the same town meet while in a city? It's like when dogs meet each other on the footpath. It's Aww. so cute. They're just like, oh, hey, hey, yeah. oh, wow, oh, this local bakery. Remember that? Like, yeah, I feel like you can always kind of tell when someone grew up in the country or is not from a city. They're just so much nicer. Yes. Like people from the city. Not that they're mean. Yeah. Like, but they they kind of like just. Uh, they, they're busy with their own shit. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But also, I want to say as well, is that, like, the word you use is nicer. You didn't say better. They're not better people, <laughs> yeah. they're nicer people. Yeah, they're kinder. Yeah, and so it's like, um, like, I want to make it very clear as well. It's just kind of like, for me, I don't believe that nice equals good. Oh. Nice is just, nice is polite. polite. Okay. But in my head, right, polite is, like, zero. Polite is not... Positive. It's zero. That's like kind of like oh, like what, neutral. Yeah, it's neutral. So polite people are neutral to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know there's a lot of darkness in the country. We know this. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. But like, um, it's just kind of like a, it's just kind of like a manner of like what how you as a human operate when other humans are more, I guess, scarce around you. Yeah. Versus how you operate when like you have like the anonymity and the comfort yeah. of like of you know like a a large city. But also I want to say as well, like, even when you're in a city, if you're involved in, like, a subculture or a scene, you know, you and yeah. I are both in a comedy scene, you know, like, that kind of also tightens the circle as well. So, yeah. Which isn't to say, you know, there's not, like, tight circles in the city as well, but just, you know, like, uh, social maths, I yeah. guess. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, I don't know, I think it's interesting how people in the, the country, like, 
th- that like the, those manners and the, the the niceness and that small town vibe like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't leave them when they become older like that aspect of it stays and i think if i went and moved to the country yeah. i would still be a dickhead you know what i mean oh absolutely 100% <laughs> yes yes you are a very cutthroat ruthless person <laughs> i'm a piece of shit yeah you're a, you are uh you are a social climber, <laughs> you're a snake, you're a worm, you're a grub. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love being from the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is it is a lot of fun. But yeah, it's like um I guess, you know, like city mouse, country mouse, you know, this this duality of, of our species will yeah. always I just use the word duality, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. What is this, the HSC? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh Peter Shineski's poetry means uh, <laughs> Oh my god, you just triggered Anyway, but yeah, no, but yeah, that's like a, that's an interesting thing. And also I think what's going to happen is like, and something that has been happening, I feel like, just because, you know, with our current socioeconomic climate, um, people from the city are moving to regional Australia, you know, people from from urban areas and suburban areas are moving to regional and rural areas. Yeah. Um, And that's going to be like really interesting to see how that generation of kids from those parents come out. Mm. Because it's just like, what, you're going to have city values, but like, yeah. Like you don't have like the ability to like kill and eat an animal with your bare hands. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. really know what. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? I always love hearing the stories as well of um, city people kind of going to the yeah. country and then using dating apps and then going, "Oh, there's five people. I just blew all of my chances." Yeah. Th- yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's why, yeah, you have to be, like, you really have to be, like, it's not, it's such a hack joke, but genuinely sometimes you got to be careful to avoid, like, catching a cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to. Um. <laughs> so, something that you're really good at that I've always wanted to, no, I've never wanted to ask you this, but... <laughs> <I> think... <laughs> yeah. For the sake of content, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I don't know. So... I think, like, what a lot of people my age and also, like, in the younger generation and Gen Z as well struggle with is, like, issues with, like, self-confidence and, like, you know, being anxious and, like, oh, my God, all these things happening all the time to me. You're one of the most confident people I know. Like, you actually have good self-esteem. Oh, yeah, I have amazing self-esteem. See? There we go. I believe in myself. Oh, my God, how? Like, I, I very rarely need to seek permission to, like do an action. <laughs> it's like, how do you, how do you switch into that mindset where you're, where you're like that? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, so, so this is my, this is my secret tip and trick for going through life as a confident young person. Um, be extremely depressed as a teenager and go through years oh of very God. rigorous therapy. Okay. T- <laughs> All right, okay. Undergo a very, very comprehensive cognitive behavioral therapy program with a mental health practitioner that you have a good working relationship with. Yeah. No. Um, but, but, but also in terms of like, in terms of like a fast, easy way that you can just do now after listening to this episode, um, is um, I guess go to see a professional if you can. Um, <laughs> but also, yes, we live in a capitalist reality in which access to healthcare is not accessible to as many people in as many ways as others, perhaps, um, I would say as well, is there are actually a lot of resources out there. Um, 
that kind of help you to recognize different flavors of thought patterns and that type of stuff. Yeah, and I don't know, I think an example of one of these is like, you know, one time we were hanging out in Melbourne yeah. and um, basically I wanted to, to get pamphlets. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to get like, um, uh, okay, we'll go into the details. I wanted to get pamphlets from, um, what do you call it, the information booth basically, because I had yes. run out of pamphlets. Yes. And my immediate instinct when I saw the information booth closed was, oh, okay, that that's it. Like, yeah. you know, I, I want to go home now. I'll yeah. come back another day. And yeah. making my, uh, basically accommodating my journey so that I would be doing uh, more work and accommodating other people instead of, there were yeah. like staff there as well. And instead yeah. of just kind of like directly approaching them and asking, and then you were like, no, just go there and ask them. And then you did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As your director of the show, which is a very good show, by the way. If you didn't see it, you missed out. Um, but yeah, it, look, I think also it's just like, like, I've been talking about this with my partner as well. I just don't believe that I can get in trouble. What? I, I don't believe in getting in trouble. Like, I'm an adult man. Like, yeah. you're an adult woman. Like, yeah. getting in trouble, like, I guess it would mean like, like, you know, the, the emotional state of like, oh, no, I'm in trouble, or I'll get in trouble if I do that. It's yeah, just which like, is also like a very childlike mentality of, oh, my God, if I do this, I'm going to get yeah, in trouble, and I don't want to get in trouble. Basically, what we're saying on this podcast is that you're emotionally stunted. <laughs> I'm a, I am an emotionally stunted Chinese woman, yeah. Yes, uh, but, all, but also it's just kind of like, I mean, like, you know, that whole thing of like, you know, anxiety is a self-preservation mechanism, but the problem is that it becomes too sensitive, yeah. yada, 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 blah, 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 truth bomb, insight, yeah. wholesome, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but like, but it's just kind of like, for me, it's just kind of like, I always, I don't, I just don't value, like, like in that situation where you were like, oh, I might get in trouble for disturbing someone at work yeah. versus I need to go get these pamphlets so I can like, do my job of promoting my show, right? Yeah. These were these were contradicting, conflicting yes. things, right? Yes. Whereas in my head, I'm just like, well, you're at work, go and like get these people to do their job to help you be able to do your job. In my head, it's just kind of like, I tried, this is the thing that I do now that I used to not do when I was a teenager, but I like to just break something down to its component parts, you know. If I ever worry about what someone else is thinking that I could be thinking, if I ever have like a second or third degree of like, I'm thinking that this person is thinking that this person yeah, is thinking, yeah, yeah. I just delete it from my head. What? How I just, do you do I, it? I just go in a linear fashion and but be how like... how do you not care, like, you know, what other people think and like, you know, that type of thing? Um... I've also had a foot-long rat's tail for my entire life. <laughs> I guess I guess this is one take home from this is that like just grow up with a very socially maligned, very socially maligned hairstyle, <laughs> and just bear a horrible adolescence and come out of it being skin all the way through. I'm, I'm my skin is so thick. If you put a needle through my arm, no blood comes out. Metaphorically. Yeah, metaphorically. Yeah, but also I mean, just like it's also just kind of like. I mean, this is like a contradictory thought, but it's, I feel like sometimes it's selfless to be more selfish. Let me process that. Sometimes it's more selfless to be more selfish. Because when you were worried about like, oh, I don't want to disturb these people at the information booth. Yeah. That's you worrying yes. for them. Yes. That's your worry. You're just dressing it up in their faces. Does that make sense? They weren't actually worried. They were like, they yeah, were more true. than willing to, they gave us excellent service. They did a really good job at helping us solve our problem. They did their job, that type of thing. 
Yes. Whereas a lot of the time, that's what I mean. It's just like I'm not too worried about like, oh, I think that they think. I, I, I try to eliminate and minimize mind reading as much as possible. I always communicate in a very like direct, linear way. I like it when people communicate in a direct, linear way with me. Now, yeah. I will say the, the flip side of this is sometimes people think I'm very blunt and very rude. Uh, but then I just pull the, I'm Chinese. Yeah. That's my culture. And then they're racist. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, in my mind, a lot of the time, as yeah. you know, I love catastrophizing. Yes. I love going, this, the worst possible thing that can happen, that is going to happen. Yes. Um, and basically, you just eliminate that altogether. Well, no, no, I still, I still have stress and I still have bad days and that type of stuff. I'm not like some sort of like, you know, extreme guru. I'm not some sort of like Andrew Tate, top G type guy. Um, women are great. Um, <laughs> but like, it's just, it's, like, it's just like in terms of mind reading, and I guess, you know, this also does vary from culture to culture. You know, have you heard of about like ask versus guest cultures? Oh. Yeah. No, elaborate on that. That's so like there are some cultures where we conceive of it as like, you know, when you, when you want something from others, you ask directly. Whereas other cultures, they kind of like, they guess what you like. So, you know, maybe they're like, they're like proactive with like giving a gift or something like that. But then there, there's, the, there's the expectation that there's a lot yeah. more unspokenness rather yeah. than spokenness. Yeah. And that's kind of like the ask versus guess type of thing. I don't yeah. know if it maps neatly onto individualistic versus collectivist culture. I, I'm not too sure. I think it does. Possibly. I haven't done enough reading of Wikipedia. I think <laughs> collectivist is more guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know, remember. That, it's like how Chinese people are very aggressive with paying for the bill at restaurants. Yeah, yeah. and you're meant to fight for it back, basically. Yeah, yeah. But with, and, yeah. Yeah, but, but with me, going back to when I myself am like navigating through life, I just try not to mind read. It's like also in my head, it's just like if I ask someone very bluntly about what the go is, why should they get mad at me? They're telling me what the go is. I'm just communicating directly back and forth. Great at communicating your needs, basically. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I don't really, I don't seek permission. I always more seek information. If, if that makes sense. We should um, put it on a bumper sticker and sell it. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Parasocial, social, top notch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you are a listener and you are listening to this and you do see uh, Jenny or I in real life, uh, do seek permission before you talk to us. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I've got shit to do. Yeah, um, we're busy. We're busy people. Unless you have a really funny anecdote that you can want us to put on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> All right, so advice corner. Yep. I cannot emphasize enough. Do not actually take this advice. No. Let's get into it. Yes. All right, so someone has asked us, how do you make <coughs> 34 years of marriage seem exciting? That's a long time. That is a long time. Has this person been We're married? We're not even 34. <laughs> oh my, yeah, I'm, yeah. Um, I'm 28 months, no, um, years. Um, <laughs> Is this, is this person been married for 34 years? Are they talking about... I think we're assuming that, they're, that they've been married for 34 years mm -hmm. and they're at a stage now where they're in a rut and they want to make it more exciting. They're in a rut now? <laughs> um, yeah, what happened 14 years ago? Um, they're old enough to be our parents. Yeah. Let's imagine them as our parents. Yeah. Have an affair. Get a divorce. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, keep it exciting. What does exciting mean for you? You know, at this stage, like, um, sucking up, and fucking. Like, <laughs> search up kinks on Reddit. Things to, to spice up the bedroom. Pegging? I don't know. Like, 
Why is, yeah, like keep things exciting. Like, I mean, I don't know, what do you Start reckon? Start swinging. Start swinging. <laughs> I'll be so bad in a marriage. Interesting. <laughs> what do you mean by that? All right, this has turned into therapy. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd be seven. 34 years is so long. I can't comprehend that. So, wait. I'd be like almost 70. Yeah. That's that's really old. <laughs> We've you and I have lived a third of our lives. Yeah, I hate that. You hate that. You I hate, hate you hate approaching the idea of mortality. Yeah. I love mortality. <laughs> it's gross. All right. Um 34 so, years of marriage though. Back to our gracious yeah, listener. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were basically saying have an affair, yeah. make things kinkier. Ex- explode get, the whole thing. Yeah, if get, it's if it's broke, don't fix it. Yeah, don't don't fix it. Get a divorce. Hire hire um, lawyers and go to family court. Yeah, yeah. Get a sports car. <laughs> get a sports car. Whichever one you are, get a sports car. Yeah. Um. But also, it's just yeah. kind of like I don't know, keeping things exciting. Like, what does that mean? Like for me, like I mean, I've been with my partner for like what, like six years now, or something like that. Yeah. Um, Who's counting? You, not her. Yeah, 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 whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, like, what does exciting mean? Like, doing shit that you were doing when you were younger? I don't want to be doing shit that I was doing when I was 22. That's stupid. I wouldn't want to do that. If you feel like you're missing out on some experiences, I don't know, like, what would you? Join a fight club. Yeah, join a fight club. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gosh. Sex cult. Sex cult, yeah, yeah, no, no, like join a cult, genuinely. Like, yeah. if you need stuff to do, join a cult. Yeah. If you need, like, if you're craving emotional highs and lows, yeah, join a cult. That'll give you plenty to do. Yeah. All right. The next question: advice on boyfriends because I'm single AF and scared to date. Oh. To you with sad face, maybe. Mm. Um, never had a boyfriend, and I'm 21. Oh. But I also think 21 is really young. It's so young. That's, I, I remember being 21 and going, oh my God, I haven't had a, like, I've only really had like one relationship and it, and it, and it feels like everyone else around me is dating and is happy and, and with people. And yeah. it's like, you have so much time. Like, yeah. I'm 27 now and I'm still like, eh, whatever, chill, whatever, yeah. like whatever comes. FOMO is fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and there's also scared to date. Have we got scared any? to date. Yeah. Well, what were you scared of when you were 21? I think, like, I don't know. It de- I, when I was 21, there wasn't the language of attachment styles yet. But mm-hmm. I am very anxious avoidant. Yes. So I'm scared of everything. Like, I'm scared of, like, you know, there's the initial, like, obviously, like, you know, even when you're, like, chatting to a person and mm-hmm. meeting them, uh, you're chatting to them online. There's a scare. There's the fear of rejection. There's the fear of being invested and being ghosted. There's the fear of, um, you know, meeting, what if they're a catfish? Like, it mm-hmm. gets, you know, I mean, when you have all these fears, it becomes overwhelming to put yourself out there when you are, like, you know, that young. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I'm a, a bit older, I'm like, I don't care, whatever. But, yeah, yeah it yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah. It's, 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 it's scary. And also, like, um, you're being judged as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what if I do like this person? Mm-hmm. And they... They look back at me and they don't they don't like what they see or whatever. Yeah. When you say like, you know, being judged, like, yeah, like like you know, we know that young people are terrified of being judged. But we never hear about like young people terrified to judge. Do you mm. know what I mean? 
I think we, yeah, we love judging. Yeah, like, but also, like, be okay with that. Like, t if yeah. you are going to judge, be okay with being judged. Yeah. And if you don't want to judge, then be okay with not, like, does that make sense? Yeah, It's yeah. like give and take, that type of thing. Yeah, and also, it's like, um, I don't know, I think, like, when I was younger, you know, like, when you grow up with, I don't know, back when we were, like, it was, like, 2012 and stuff for us, like, a lot of my friends in the circles around us were doing things like they would be like rating people like out of 10 and like oh. objectively going like, you know, there are six or whatever. And you inherently kind of think, well, what am I on the scale of like attractiveness or whatever? Mm -hmm. But that's not how it works. Oh, absolutely not. Like people who actually use that like out of 10 system, like genuinely in my head, I'm like, you disgust me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's very reductive. But also like, you know, like the version of like, you know, some, you know, whatever like physical features or whatever you have mm -hmm. that is so beautiful to another person in their eyes there's no like linear scale of like oh you know this is like attractiveness and you know this is you know what someone's not into like yeah there is someone someone's gonna yum whatever you think is yum yeah. about you yeah some people are into feet yeah. Yeah. And worse. <laughs> yeah. Worse. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Can you just... believe that people are out here being into feet? They're not. Oh. E they're not even using the metric system. They're using Imperial. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> Don't not even so talk about inches. Um, no. <laughs> not sorry about that. But yeah. 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 Um, I just know that you have something to offer. Yeah, and also like, also like, yeah, like it can be scary to be judged, but also like. When we say judge, we also we always secretly are saying the word negatively at the end of that. Yeah. People always imagine what it's like to be judged negatively, but they don't necessarily always imagine what it's like to be judged positively. Yeah. yeah. You know, and how really affirming like and nourishing and necessary that feeling is. Yeah, hundred percent. Get out there and do it. Mm. All right. The um, next and last question is um, advice on what you loved and hated about consulting. Curious as I work in it now lull and they also had submitted another question advice to me this same person mm -hmm. and it just says career crisis <laughs> i mean i think if you're if you're saying career crisis it's a red flag already red flag <laughs> that's a lot of red flags you don't you don't need to ask me if you're saying career crisis but also okay well, a career like c-a-r-e-e-r -E -E or k-o-r-e-a K O R E. Oh, Korea, like North South. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, job. job. Oh my God. I was like, what is this person? <laughs> you thought they were talking about the conflict North and South Korea and what they're going to solve the geopolitical crisis and we're going to unite the two countries <laughs> on our Australian podcast. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. You need to get your resume. You yeah. need to go to the DMZ. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. All okay. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. This All is right. about consulting. It's about consulting. You, you, this is your, like, superhero or supervillain origin story. It's my, I would like to think of it as a supervillain or origin story. So, I used to work in consulting. I worked in uh, digital um did website apps, that type of I'm stuff. I'm already losing the will to live. <laughs> Go on. It is, it is quite boring, but I did it for like two, I think two years, two and a half years. Um, what I, and I joined as a grad and basically because I had no other, um, 
I'd never worked another job before. It mm. was like my first job. So I thought everyone's jobs were like this. And it was, it, you know, just you start with a group of people that are the same age as you, which I loved. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, cool, you have your work besties now. Mm -hmm. um, you, it's all like relatively chill when you're a grad. Like you just go to grad events and then, you know, you meet your team mm -hmm. and it's all like, ah. Oh, grad is short for graduate. Oh, yeah, grad is short for graduate. That sounded like a joke question, but I genuinely meant it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is, it's like an, in, like an intern, but full time. Oh, okay. Yeah, like you're, you, there's no pressure on you. Everyone knows that you're a newbie and it's like your okay. first time in work, yep, basically, yep. right? So anyway, I started at that level. Well, that was quite fun. <laughs> but then what I started to not like as much was because I was doing stand-up at the same time. Yep. I was like, oh, my God, this is a lot of time, the, the ticket. <laughs> yeah. And you go to... You go to your, you know, your your day job and your work, and you know sometimes you stay back late and work. You are being exploited. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand that one. <laughs> uh, and then you know, and then and then there's like there's always like a work event on, like you know, there's work parties you know to attend, and then there's the clients parties. This does sound side. like a cult. Like if yeah, it's, it's the same it's, ten people you spend all conscious hours with. Yeah, and there's also like levels to it as well, which are promotion. <gasps> like a cult. Oh like my cult. god. So then you know you get rewarded for jumping up and being more dedicated and all of that type of thing and. You know, at the grad level, it was fun, but then as you kind of move up and, and, and you see the lives of other people... As you move up the ladder. As you move up the ladder, the corporate ladder, you know, for some people, great. You know, good on you for finding the thing that you like, but, you know, for me, I was like, oh, I do actually quite like having free time and seeing my friends and doing stand-up comedy. Um, so, <laughs> I know. Whoa. This, Whoa. this, oh gosh. I, I know, I just dropped a, a bomb. I love having free time. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I, um, I don't think I'm allowed to say what I would do to myself if I was yeah, in that job. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> okay, I, this is so foreign to me because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to air this. I'm going to air my dirty laundry yeah. on this podcast. I have never made more than 30k a year. Okay. The most money I have ever made was when the government was paying us to stay in our homes during the oh, lockdown. Oh, yeah, during lockdown. Oh, that's great. Job like, keeper. Yeah. Job like, keeper was the richest. That's the richest were, I've ever been. So in my head, I'm just because in my head, I'm just like, why would anyone do this? But I also have to remember that like money exists, and yeah. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, money having money is. I was like, how how does anyone go to Europe? Um, in their twenties. Yeah. Oh, this is how. Yeah, Fuck me, yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if you're having a career crisis, or also something that I didn't know that you could do, if you are working for a larger firm, you're allowed to ask for a career break. And this is what I asked for. So they basically... C-A-R-E-E-R or K-O-R-E-A? <laughs> Breaking the careers! <laughs> Breaking them apart! <laughs> um, but no, a career break is where you get to basically hit pause on your job and your career and you know you mine was six months you can mm. ask for longer or less if you want yeah and you basically go off it it's like a gap year you can do whatever you want and then your job is still there when you come back to it if you decide to come back you to using it. the frame gap year and then making work sound like school yeah made me deeply sad <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay, none of that yeah. matters anymore because we do comedy. We do comedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's it for Advice Corner. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. You can listen to us uh, and you can also watch us on YouTube. Just type in Paris Social Social Club and that's us. Yeah, that's us. We'll see you next time.